told me, you know, I was always All right, we're get the green soap. The I don't even know if they make that stuff anymore.
JW Megawake Show. I am your host, the Candyman. And today, you're in for a sweet treat. We got uh, Gabriella here with us, just played some piano. How was the commute over here? Thank you. The commute was wonderful. I don't think it's taken me this short of a time to get to San Francisco since I was like 17. <laughs> yeah. There's some pluses, you know, of everything. I like a. And it said originally when I was driving over here that it was going to take 30 minutes, and then I got here in like 20. Yeah, same here. It took yeah. me like 15 minutes to get here. And there's parking everywhere. I mean, it's ki- it's kind of awesome. <laughs> yeah, that's just great. I think 4 o'clock is, is, a, is great, a good time. Um, I think maybe being at the station. Yeah, it's so great to actually have a real live person in the studio. It's been s- it's such a long time, it seems like. It's almost surreal. It's been such a long time since I've actually had a conversation with a person indoors <laughs> for the first time. I mean, the only people I talk to are the people at Trader Joe's. They, 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 they just want me out of there. <laughs> the data Trader Joe's, huh? That's what I feel like. It. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's your, your one interaction. Most of these Trader Joe's are pretty packed, too. But um, I feel the same way. It's just like if you get to Trader Joe's and there's not a line around the corner, then it's going to be a good day <laughs> well it's just so weird because we're only seeing three quarters of each other's faces and i just had a realization the other day that the only way i'm able to see somebody's full face is if i'm actually on a zoom screen so it's like we're, we're divided by technology but yet i only see a full face like usually when i'm on a zoom screen or when i'm looking at people on facebook or something it's just i can't get used to this i just can't so thank you for having me in the studio it's just really nice to be doing something like i was excited yeah. i dressed up i was just like shit i'm going somewhere no it's, <laughs> it's an honor to have you i uh i had a flashback because i've you know met so many people from bizarre cafe mm-hmm and I remember thinking I had this total flash. And that's when I reached out because the first time I was at Bazaar was to see your live set. And that was the first time I was ever there. I was like, where is this place? I mean, what is this place? And, um, well, Bazaar Cafe, I mean, it seems like a place I've been in for long with people there. And But that was my first time there. Wow. I didn't realize that at the time. I think that was my first solo, like actual real solo show. I've been doing open mics for a while, but that was my first actual like headliner. Gabriella. Yeah, (laughs) it was great. Yeah, because, you know, what it is, you know, the open mic scene is is coming back now. I know that's how you and I had met. Mm -hmm. Um, There's something that's so special about when you meet, you go to an open mic for the first time and playing an instrument or you know doing somersaults on stage or whatever it is and you meet someone and that's the first time that you you do something like that that is a kind of a special like bond where you meet someone and you you know i mean it's not like everyone you know has got a voice like freddie mercury or anything you know what i mean like (laughs) so i don't know there's something kind of really special there's a special kind of bond and um i'm seeing now that more of these open mics are starting to come back um you know comedy we do open mic comedy here after this show but we've been doing more uh, at the station at least more outdoor comedy um, which has been great to adapt to the times but i know with you and your situation i know and not being able to go out and do shows and not being able to you said you're a music teacher as well huh Mm-hmm. I mean, we're just, we're really hit in the arts all around. Like, everyone I know who's a performer can't p- 
perform anymore. And like you said, that connection that we have uh, going to an open mic scene, like we're there to express. We're there to express and put ourselves out vulnerably, not only with our voice, but with our music. And it's just, there's so much there. And to take that away, to take away the ability to express when the need for expression is at its highest, it's just, it's, it's been surreal. And um, I'm a music teacher out over in the peninsula and I've lost, I've lost the majority of my work, you know, uh, music, unfortunately, you know, as much as we, yeah, as much as this is about music and as much as this country and this, um, our society enjoys music, we don't value music education. And that's usually one of the first things to go. So it's, uh, it's a struggle. Zoom classes are not, <laughs> not <laughs> ideal. Cause just like, just like performing on a stage, you need that audience to give you that feedback. You need that energy, that shared energy, the laughter, the applause. I mean, it's, this is so weird still. Yeah. That's it's so interesting, you know, because uh, I don't know. I mean, I know everyone out there listening to, I mean, as far as everyone's kind of going through something similar. And when you're somebody that's going out and you're teaching and, you you know, you're getting in front of people and you're going to these open mics and you have these shows that you're going to, to not being able to do that anymore and being locked in your place is like, I don't know what, it's like. What's the right word? I don't know. It's like trapping a, a bird in a cage. Or I don't know. I mean, but um, well, and I, especially if you live alone, too. So that's mm -hmm. another compounding or component that goes into it is that, you know, if you lose your work, and there's people losing work everywhere, but you lose your work and then you live at home alone and you don't have any roommates or a pet. And then you're just like, what? how long can you? I mean, I feel like after like a month or two, I feel like that's breaking point and we're six months into this it's like wow mm -hmm. my cats are my best friends oh thank goodness <laughs> well good thing you have cats yeah oh yeah uh, it, it, it's it's really cool it justifies talking to myself i just have conversations with them <laughs> <laughs> it's all the kitty cats out there meow meow yeah you know what meow. don't get me started so <laughs> i i heard you know because i thought about adopting i would have definitely adopted by now if i knew that this pandemic was going to last so long but um someone had mentioned that they were able to train their dog to go into a litter box well for me i don't know i what? mean i'm not talking about actually training a dog to go in a litter box but i thought that was interesting like wow you know to have your dog like i don't know and also the things that we're doing with our time now <laughs> oh yeah so fun yeah so i don't know i feel like maybe just in the moment it feels like tough but then i feel like reflecting on this time there's been a lot of personal time well that's kind of where i've been leaning into for the most part i've been leaning into personal growth because of course there's the horror of everything there's kind of reckoning with our new reality kind of realizing that wait what once was normal is not coming back but especially since I live alone just with the cats, I've really been kind of looking inward and seeing like, well, what is it, you know, what is it like to be the spirit on this, inhabiting this body on this planet? Like what, what is that? And feeling into all of it, like not being, not like feeling, feeling everything, like feeling the horrors of everything that's happening, but also looking at the opportunity and the space that's created for people to actually come to this point of questioning like well what is my purpose how do I want to be what do I want to offer to this world so I've really been leaning into personal practices and just and also using a music as a tool for my own healing as well yeah that's that's a great outlet to have 
So you have this song called Snooze Alarm. I was going to let everyone know. Oh, my goodness. Can I give a preview? Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) So this song is really dated. It was from like 2012. So some of the references don't make sense, but it's a fun one. (laughs) Nice. Yeah, I feel like time traveling is a thing to do right now. Ooh, should we have like a time traveling sound? Yeah, you know, we should. You know, it is actually, I do have something. I do have something that I could set up during. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We have Gabriella here live. Mutiny Radio. The Hi, Mom. It's called. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, Mom. And um, the cats are there, too. I mean, um, hello to the cats. Uh, this is Gabriella, and this is a song called Snooze Alarm. me up with better news wake me up with better tunes oh wake me up when the world stops sucking yeah wake me up when beaver's dead when the wrecking ball crushes my lee's head oh wake me up when the world stops sucking yeah because it doesn't matter as long as the mad hatter's in charge i said we bring this wretched tea party to an end and i'll keep on snoring until all warring stops like the time before when all the dinosaurs, they didn't have to pay to live, they just dance and roll. Wake me up when food is real, when they wipe the smiles off Happy Meals. Oh, wake me up when the world stops sucking, yeah. Wake me up when we're hard to find, when the NSA goes deaf and blind. Oh, wake me up when the world stops sucking, yeah. Money obsession, shiny possessions we're all choosing to ignore so i'll keep on dreaming of the fat cat screaming on the ground i say we bash a dent into the one percent let's screw the crazy system and live how we're meant wake me up with a story twist when men think with minds and not their fists wake me up when the world stops sucking yeah demise has less to do with length and size oh wake me up when the world stops sucking wow we're back to the future here now in 2020 but we won't be here for very much longer right we'll get through this yeah what we're gonna travel to next gabriella i don't know i guess we can just travel anywhere right now yeah Getting all spiritual. Oh yeah, so um, I don't know if I get I get 2012 a song in 2012. That's kind of like a nice, like a yeah yeah it's like a yeah 2012. That feels good to think about 2012. Remember, <laughs> you guys, remember when that was the year where everything was going to end? <laughs> where that was, everyone was talking about the apocalypse then. We weren't really feeling it yet, but yeah. <laughs> 2012, I had a mobile recording studio. It was a 16-foot box truck. Yeah, I mean, no one thought that I would have, I don't know. It was pretty silly. It was pretty nerdy. <laughs> That's awesome. Were you living in the city in 2012, or where were you? I was still here. I was still here in the Bay. I've been in the Bay my whole life. I just, I haven't found a reason to live. Yeah. I'm one of those um, unicorns that, I was actually born in SF in a hospital that doesn't exist anymore. Oh, wow. Yeah. There's a couple, there's quite a few unicorns I've been running around here. Um, 
that's that's neat. I'm a I'm an East Bay native. I think maybe we talked about this. Yeah, yeah. So I I am a native. I'm a I'm from San Ramon Castro Valley area. Um, I never th- would have thought I would have moved to the city. But I ended up here and I love it. That's awesome. Even during these times. Yeah, well, it's great that you hold space for musicians and actually make the best out of it by having this space. Because, right, I was just thinking about that on the way here. Like, there's just no opportunities for musicians to come out except if they do performances through Zoom. And then still, like, we're limited by the equipment we have or by the other platforms that are out there. But it's getting better, but it's not the same. So this is really cool. Yeah, so, you you know, so I, I started doing um, something called Geeky Desk Concerts. I'm so excited to have you this weekend. Um, so what it was, and so it was, you know, I had a couple solo artists come over, had, you know, Sid Birdie, had a Chroma C, they're a little, they're a duo. And so what it was is there's this band, this high energy rock and roll band, little three piece band, and their drummer was going to move out of town on Monday. So I was just like, well, at that Tiki desk that weekend, I had another three piece band that was going to play. So then to have two three piece bands, I was kind of like, Okay, I was like super like mask and like don't gather like and it was just kind of <laughs> like this thing where I don't know like I'm a really relaxed person but since the Tiki Desk thing since I was hosting that I'm just like gosh you know like well most of these people have been around each other like they've already like been they're like roommates or something you know so mm-hmm. um, I mean even I feel like these essential workers as well and people that are getting back to work is that even though things are starting to reopen that it's not like full on it's like a little bit different so it's like whoa but um we're in this really weird limbo like i mean it's still uh, things are still happening the covid (laughs) the covid (laughs) i mean the covid cooties are still floating about and it's just ah and we're just trying to do what we can to keep our head you know yeah you seem to be doing well Oh, yeah. I mean, ups and downs. Uh, my friend t- um, coined it this way. My friend Mel, what's up, Mel, Co- coined it the Corona Coaster. So one day you're up, one day you're down. And it's just, it's like, I'm on an upswing this week. I'm just trying to, I'm just, I'm loving, I'm loving life. I'm loving connections that I'm making, even though I'm not seeing people in person. I mean, our skies are blue this week. Like, that's amazing. Yeah, that was an <laughs> outer body experience. I remember thinking, I was just like, oh my God, like, I'm so thankful, so grateful. Mm-hmm. I've never been so grateful to have, like, real air to breathe it was an ash well i mean we're sheltering in place anyways and then we have the smoke so we can't even go outdoors it's been maddening it's been maddening but in that i've kind of found the space like okay i can't control what's going on outside but i can control how i react to it so that's where i've been leaning in like what can i control and how can i really make the best out of this so there's some there was a podcast or something that i was listening to where somebody said that really the only thing you have control over are your emotions. And I guess that kind of makes sense. I don't know. I disagree. Yeah, I don't know. But <laughs> yeah, so I'm quoting someone else. So I don't necessarily agree with that. But I thought, let me hear your um, your take on it. I'm curious. I don't think we can control our emotions. I think our emotions show up in our body regardless of how of what we're doing. Like it shows up. You have an emotional reaction. But we can choose how to react on the emotions to the emotions that show up. Like, so if I feel fear, if I feel triggered, if I feel traumatized, like they can arise in me, but if I just take a moment to pause, I can actually look at like, okay, that's what's showing up. Where is it showing up in my body? What connection to the past has made it show up in my body? 
okay, now what do, what can I choose to do with that information? So that's kind of how I, how I look at it. Like, I don't think we can choose our emotions, but we can choose how we react, if that makes sense. It makes perfect sense. I feel like, I know I can definitely relate to a lot of that now, the stories just in this recent pandemic, because there's so many factors that go into play. Mm-hmm. Um, but I had someone, and it was a friend of mine, and, um, uh, you know, he, he was coughing. And I remember seeing him just like, we're in a pandemic, you know. How dare and I remember, you? <laughs> and I remember thinking, I was just like, oh, whatever. You know, I'm just like, whatever. We're in it together. We're all, you know, friends. But then the same person decided that they wanted to tell me how to live my life. Which I was just like, you know, if you've been coughing and spitting over everyone and everywhere the past two months. And I wasn't telling you to how how to live your life, you know. And then it's just uh, it's really interesting, you know, because we're there's so many different things going on. But I feel like with this whole pandemic and coronavirus or whatever it is, a lot of it is fear. And then you have these people that you know are maybe you know have a whatever problem or issues that they're dealing with in general. The way that I like to approach it. And is uh, I think everyone has a drinking problem. You know, everyone remembers that time when they had too much or whatever. You know, like everyone has a drinking problem. It's just like, but I don't know when people have a problem and then they're trying to tell you how to live your life, and then we're in a pandemic, and you're living alone, and you can't go out and be outside because of the ash. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> but it's so gloomy, you know. Do you have any stories like that? Not nothing that comes up except that um, I think people are just going through their own journey right now. Like it's and it's a weird point because in the Bay we're busy, 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 and people are actually stopping for the first time to look at themselves to kind of see like what's going on with me, like what's what's happening, and we're just trying to make sense of it all. And it's it can be really overwhelming. It can be overwhelming and. Yeah, and we can oftentimes be unconscious of how we're behaving or how we're coming across, but everyone's doing their best, but it's very easy to give in to that fear. And, uh, like, not, I mean, we're not given the tools, right, on how to address ourselves, on how to kind of work <laughs> through things. I mean, I'm, I mean, I, I'm sober as, I'm sober as fuck right now. Yeah. So it's, 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 I've, I've done a lot of work beforehand. If I didn't do that work beforehand, it would be tough right now, but yeah. it just, it's, I feel for anyone who has any of those issues right now. Yeah, so that's what it is, and I'm really sensitive about that, you know, because I don't want anyone to feel like they're being attacked, and, you know, that's why I use the everyone has a drinking problem thing. Um, well, everyone has but, something, yeah. But luckily, you didn't have anyone cough in your face and tell you how to live your life, right? No, not yet. <laughs> that's good. I don't know, I'm definitely not going to cough in your face, I promise. <laughs> Oh, I, I love your earrings, by the way. I can't tell. I can't <laughs> uh, these are toilet paper rolls. Because remember at the beginning of quarantine when it was all about, how, like, no toilet paper in the stores? That's when we were laughing about it. I mean, six months in, it's not so funny. But uh, a friend of mine, um, I'll give a shout-out to Squirrel versus Coyote. She makes these fun earrings, fun earrings, and she kind of – all of her stuff really represents the zeitgeist, the current – energy of the times and they're so she made shiny. these yeah they're super shiny you, like you could probably see your reflection in yeah. them <laughs> yeah if you 
run out of if you don't have a mirror you could definitely oh i just take one of these off and look at them i don't know if the way the light's hitting them right now it's like yeah it's like a rainbow yeah it's pretty cool yeah for those who are trying to imagine i'm wearing earrings that are like that are the size of my palm i feel like i have to take a picture to but um yeah we'll maybe we'll (laughs) yeah those are cool does she make or he or she or they did they make those themselves like oh yeah, she makes them. Th- she has uh she has the tools to make them herself. Squirrel versus coyote. Her stuff is on runways too. Check it out. She's amazing. Squirrel versus coyotes. That sounds like a fun Squirrel battle. Squirrel versus coyote. Yeah, it's 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 really fun. Her stuff is fun, but yeah, these are these are my apocalypse earrings. You ever hear about squirrels going down chimneys? I have not. I never heard of that either. Do they? No. Is that I don't where think black so. squirrels come from? That's I'm hilarious. just kidding. <laughs> That's hilarious. I uh, I never heard of a squirrel going down a chimney before in my life. I know Santa Claus goes down a chimney. Mm-hmm. And they're much smaller, so. Yeah. I could I could see that being a very <laughs> hilarious, very hilarious event. I think that squirrels are so cute. Mm-hmm. Coyotes are cute too, but I don't know when you see them out in the daytime, like in I'm in Bernal. There's like quite a few wild coyotes. I don't know if you've seen them in the area but it's just like i think they're nocturnal so if they're out during the daytime then it's kind of like uh babies or something um <laughs> all the animals are kind of flipping out because f- pe- there's not a lot of people i think i saw um i saw a wild cat i don't know what it was it must have been a bobcat just up in the neighborhoods so like somewhere along the peninsula as i was walking and it just it just ran across the street and i was just like oh hello That's so <laughs> fun yeah but, but yeah we're all kind of going through going through like okay this is life what's up talking about like animals i don't know i don't know hopefully no vegans are offended out there oh well that'll be me so let's let's hear it (laughs) yes oh no (laughs) well no no oh no that's great i'm not saying that's great that yeah but um so my uh my family so my dad and my uncle they're mechanics and so my dad and my uh, my uncle he had this 56 chevy like two-door sedan um and so it was like this old school like chevy it was a cool car um and so the radio didn't work so we would go and visit our family in idaho we had some I- uh, family in boise idaho and the radio didn't work so they'd swerve to try to hit every prairie dog on the way um i don't know if oh my god i think it's based on a true story <laughs> oh my god not really okay i don't know no it actually reminds me of another story uh of like where dumb and dumbers <laughs> well it reminds me of a time where i was in a vehicle where we had like it uh gosh i felt so bad i was in okay hear me out this is a long story <laughs> i was in a, a tropical rainforest in nicaragua and there were frogs everywhere thousands and thousands and thousands and there was no other road and there was no other way in and i was just in the back seat with my eyes closed because i knew that we had to run over some frogs in order to get to the beach where oh, we were camping no. at and it was just like ah oh, no but that's quite different than purposely hitting prairie dogs like that's that's just not that's just not okay yeah i don't th- <laughs> I, I don't know i don't know but i think that my uncle I mean, because if you if you swerve and try to hit, then you're swerving. You might go off the road. So it might have just it might have been just a reference that there were so many prairie dogs <laughs> on the road. That I'm kind of like, like serves serves you like right. That. It serves you right if you go off the road if you're trying to hit an animal. Yeah. Don't 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 hit animals, folks. Please. Yeah, no, I don't think <laughs> that, I don't think it was a real thing. 
Um, I think it was uh. just because there was so m- like the frog thing. It was like there were so many frogs, you knew you were going to hit one. Like there were so many prairie dogs on this road that you couldn't not hit. Or maybe not. Okay, maybe we'll, <laughs> we'll talk about something else. I don't know. You know what? So I thought it'd be fun to resolve the Ozzy Osbourne when he bit his head off the bat, but instead of it being a real bat, or it'd be like a plant-based bat. Oh my goodness, a plant-based bat. I'm just picturing a bat shaped out of cabbage, <laughs> out of fruits. Gosh, I don't know. Otherwise, it, it could be like an Impossible Burger, like but shaped like a, a shaped bat. like a bat. Oh my gosh. Yeah, when it's possible. Totally. Oh yeah, totally. I just think anything's d- possible. Yeah, anything's possible with this day and age. <laughs> yeah. I know you have some great tunes up here, and I also know you have your guitar. Yes. Uh, so I um. What about this? The demons. Do you like that? Mm. Yeah. Um, let's do that one. Yeah. So this is uh, another song by Gabriella, and we're gonna do be doing some time traveling again here. Um. Woo! Yeah, we are going.
Back in the Future. That is a great song. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you very much for that. I mean, the essence of that is like, we're all humans. Like, we're all going through our own experience. We're all going through feelings. Like, I think that's one of the gifts of this moment right now. Like, we're all actually going through similar things right now. Collectively, whether you're rich, whether you're poor, like, we're all going through this shift, this change. We don't know what's going to happen next week. We don't know where we're going to be in the next month. And uh, so for the, sometimes, for I mean, like, for the first time in a long time, we actually understand each other on that level. I mean, I don't know about you. I've found that I've been more able to have real conversations with people. Like, I hate small talk. I hate talking, like, about the weather, about movies. It's just uh, I've been able to actually have deeper conversations now because we're all kind of shared, shared experiences. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a really enlightening time. And, yeah. But it's the flip side, right? It's an enlightening time as well as being a really difficult, challenging time. <laughs> and I think what I've been learning is just, like, holding space for for all of it. Like it's okay to be happy right now. It's okay to kind of work on things and find things to be excited about. And yet it's also okay to be like, wow, this is this is also happening. But yeah, it's <laughs> corona coaster. Corona coaster. I had a there's a comedian that came through and he resolved the song and I've heard the cover and his parody of the song so many times that I forget the name of the original but maybe if I was like Corona, co 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 Corona. Yeah, something <laughs> like that. He's a funny guy. Um, yeah, it's a, it's an interesting time, you know, being a an an artist and I guess making lemonade. Um, Out of those freaking lemons, man. Yeah. <laughs> There's so much lemonade being made. Um, I feel like. I don't know. It's like talking about coronavirus directly in a song could be. <laughs> I actually tried. I tried to uh, write some songs on Corona, and it just it didn't sound right. And as more and more, as you know, as the death toll went up, and as we got more and more news about it, it just I was just like, oh. I don't know. I found myself stunted as a musician writing during this time, and I don't know what it is. I think. It's just been, it's been interesting. It's been a little bit challenging to tap into that creative right now. But I think that's because for the most time I've been scared just like everyone else. I mean, I feel like I'm finally on an upswing six months later, but <laughs> yeah. it's, uh, it's challenging. I see that. I mean, I guess life is challenging, but it's a different kind of challenge. There's so many challenges that are thrown at us right now. And we're not really made to handle all of that. Like it's, it's, we got the coronavirus, we got the, we got the fires, we have the unemployment, we have the whole bunch of people furloughed and laid off. Uh, it's, and then, uh, you know, Mother Earth is being like, screw you guys. So it's, it's a very interesting time to be alive. That, that word keeps coming back to me, interesting. Then there's, but then there's this, like then there's like you know sitting and like chatting and playing music and posting people on the radio. I mean, there's ways to make the best of it. Yeah, this feels like I'm so grateful. You know, Pam, she's been 
and moving to permanent locations. Um, I'm so grateful to have this outlet. And, you know, we've actually adapted to times and we do outdoor comedy at 7 o'clock here on Fridays. And it's been a blessing, you know, because when you're going and you're performing on the street, then you get, there's a lot of people walking by. A lot of people that mm -hmm. just kind of walk on by. And it's like, hey, wow, that's a comedy outlet. Um, and I think that maybe if we didn't set up outside, that maybe not as, I mean, this place was always usually pretty packed, but um, it definitely scared a lot of people away. I mean, nobody wanted to be within 10 feet of anyone. Well, it's also like be having music outdoors and bringing the music outdoors has a huge impact. Um, I've been a part of this drum circle that's socially distanced, uh, and we try to meet up every week, and last week was the first time we met up since the smoke began. And um, at one point, we were making, you know, making music, having fun, and two people stopped, and one of them just started crying and bawling. And we didn't know what was going on, but she stopped and looked at us and was looking at us playing, and she started crying. And it just really hit me then, like, wow, people are, people are really working through stuff right now. And that's what's so cool about music. Music just hits us where our emotions are. It hits us where the heart is. It just, it's... And that's when I realized, like, wow, like we need to bring the music outdoors. So I'm glad that you're doing that. And I'd like to see more outdoor socially distancing. Socially distancing is open for everyone. Like you don't have to, you know, you don't have to go inside to bring the music outdoors. Yeah, and I, I remember like relating that um, back to when you were saying like to have a music and outlet, to have a creative outlet is so great. And maybe if you don't have a creative outlet to listen to play music is that therapy mm -hmm. and it's um so as an artist like you can we're maybe you're doing or other artists out there where they're, they're they're creating art they're writing music they're painting a picture and it's their way of dealing with it and then other people that are able to kind of therapeutically get through it by just listening to noise and ambient you know music um yeah well, actually, I have an instrument that's just for that. Oh, if really? To, if you want me to yeah, introduce totally, that. Yeah, totally, yeah. So um, <laughs> well, I, I play multiple instruments, and one of my many hats is I do uh, sound meditation and sound and sound healing. And so yes. I have – what I have with me right now for the people who are listening is I have this pan drum. And uh, it's just something that's really saved my butt during quarantine. So I'm going to go ahead. Oh, yeah. And I also brought my singing bowl, too. Oh, Which one fun. do you want to hear? You know what? Is I'm, I'm down for the whichever one. I, uh, I think, though, as you're, as you're grabbing that, I was going to say, so as the artist, and if you're creating art, it's your way of dealing with it, and other people find some sort of zen out of it. And so, you know, it's interesting sometimes, like, these songs that are just so – pleasing to the ear that I'm just so relaxed that it's a, about something dark, you know? So I feel like the way to kind of relate that back and for me, and I don't know, I kind of always had this dream of being a one hit wonder and just <laughs> like, just, just to have one hit, you know, just, and so, you know, Daniel powder, you know, is in his bad day song. So he'd wrote a happy song about a bad day which I thought was mm. cool. And it was like this subliminal thing. It's like, well, you could relate to it if you're having a bad day, but it's like this upbeat and happy song. So I felt like maybe that's a, the best way to describe it just because um, I think everyone's heard that song. 
That looks really fun. It is. It's so much fun. I don't. So for this one, we're totally going to invite you to zen out and just close your eyes and chill. This is, uh, yeah, I'm just going to play a song. Let's go.
I was very spiritual. I feel like I definitely got lost in that moment. I could see why someone would cry. Yeah, it actually seems like that's could actually do that. And so I'm glad I took a, a video of it. But that's a lot of movement that you're doing with your hands. Yeah, um, that it's can't be easy. So it is a it's a it is a percussive instrument. For those of you who don't know, a pan drum it's kind of shaped like a UFO, <laughs> and it has different notes that are around the uh, circumference of it. And there's a note in the middle, and um, it's the steel. Like this one's made out of steel, and so each note is shaped to have a certain t tone. For any of you who might be curious, it's um, tuned to a D Celtic minor, and um, yeah, that honestly, I haven't been songwriting, but I've been really diving into that during quarantine. That is, um, yeah, I don't know anyone, you know, listening in on that. Wow, I felt like that was, I felt like I was relaxed. I was like relaxed just hearing it, like everything and all my worries, and that, that you know, and the, with the pan drum that. All of my worries were gone. It reminded me of a lot of things. It reminded me, it felt like nature. Mm. Felt like I felt organic and and not not like wind chimes, but kind of like you know, in a sense where it's just like the wind's blowing and you could feel the wind like going through your hair, you know. And <laughs> it's like that's where I felt like I was. And I mean, I'm sitting back here, you know. I'm. I'm not stoned or, <laughs> or anything. I'm like I'm just <laughs> totally sober. I'm just like I hope people out there listening. I was just like felt the same way too. I mean, it was just like a yeah. Well, it's how did it's you pick that up, by the way? Uh, I actually um so I went to some sound. I went to sound healings, and that's when I first saw it. And I was introduced to the hang drum or the hung drum, and those are a different style of instruments, the same thing. This one is a different style, but I heard it there. And because of the material, the tonality and the resonance, that's what really gets you into that relaxed space. Like when you strike a tone with your hand, the sustain is for is a long time. And because of that tone that it makes, it just puts you in this certain space. Like that, that song right there is a variation of a uh, of basically a thing that I learned on online because there are videos on how to learn that online. And I just expanded on it, so that reminds me of rain, and of course, you know, we need rain right now. But that that one in particular, just it like even as I'm playing it, it takes me away. But yeah, it's it's also no surprise to me that it made you feel kind of relaxed and kind of in the mo. It, it brought you to the present moment. It sounds like it sounds like you just kind of everything else dissipated and you were just with that sound and with that yeah. drum and with the feeling that it was coming up. And that's the power of also sound. I don't like to call it sound healing. I don't like that word because healing implies that you're going to be healed afterwards. If I you're find, <laughs> yeah. And, uh, but I like sound meditation or yeah, leading sound meditations because sound has the capability of opening us up. Like we, we are music when you really think about it. I mean, just put your hand over your heart. You have a steady beat beating within you every single day we respond to music and i work with kids in music and i work with kids zero to five musically like it's built in us we are built to move and follow the beat and it's also not just it's not just a part of who we are but it's a way of engaging with others like how many people used to show up at concerts thousands of people 
and everyone's smiling with that energy and that swell and all of that was because we were there to witness a musician we react to vibrations and with sound healing instruments such as like chris like singing bowls or pan drums it right now like we're all in that sympathetic fight or flight state and those instruments have the capability to slow us down just like a flute or like a singing bowl just because of the type of instrument it is and the type of resonance it does but um i could speak more about this but these are i just love these instruments they really help me personally especially during this time to just slow down and just be and i, for, I forgot where i had read this and i feel like this relates to what you're saying and being in the present moment and that present moment according to this thing that i was watching the present moment is the only thing that exists mm -hmm. the past and the future are not here and that and i was just like man i guess that kind of makes sense not really though you know sort of i mean yeah <laughs> it does I mean, though it does because right now like this moment of me talking to you that's all that i know that's all that is right now when i'm feeling anxious or guilty i'm usually reflecting on the past when i'm feeling fearful right. I'm usually thinking about the future. Well, we can't do a damn thing about the past, really. I mean, we address whatever comes up in the present moment, like I was talking to you about, like addressing emotions. But as far as the future, like we don't know what's going to come up. So how can we make each moment in the now? Just how can we be present to what is happening in each and every moment? And how can we, I don't know how, no, I, can, I don't want to say positive because that's not where I'm going, but how can we really honor just being in the moment? And I find music is that tool because frankly, when I try to think of the next few months, that's when I get anxious. That's when I get fearful. That's when I get scared. So lately I've been adopting this practice of just taking things day by day by day. And that's why I love these, these kind of healing and, you know, sound healing quote air quotes, <laughs> instruments, because they, they have the capability of just grounding you. And that's what it is. It's grounding. Yeah. I, I don't know if it's has to do this necessarily, but for me as a artist and, you know, myself, what I enjoy the most is creating new material. Mm. And so I've had a lot of s stuff that I went to go record that I was like, oh, I had this click for this, for this song that I was going to record that I wrote you know, a couple weeks ago, and I was like, oh, well, this, this click is too fast for it, and then I ended up writing an entirely, like, different song out of it, and I feel like if you play, like, because you're obviously multi-talented, and you played the piano earlier, it was great, um, and then the pan drum, I mean, you could do it all, so what I'm saying is, like, you could almost, you could take a song that you wrote on this instrument, and it, it could inspire you to write a song on, an, in, on piano, or something like that. I don't know. I've, 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 I've been doing that a little bit more often. I think for me personally, that maybe I've spent too much time alone with the guitar at this point. <laughs> but, uh, um, a pan drum makes sense. It's awesome. Yeah. I kind of, I want to do more with that, like actually incorporate that into songwriting, but you know, equipment and money, you know, it'll happen. It'll happen. Yeah. Uh, you know, that's, say if you dream it comes true i mean uh, these, i i feel like there's a lot of truth to that you know you think about all the stuff and everything that's happened that people were dreaming about flying long before the plane was invented and all this stuff that i mean amazon.com even though i mean people have opinions about it but 2002 
Jeff Bezos was sitting in this dive office and it was just gross. Remember when they were selling books? <laughs> I still I, I still read the books. I still try to I try to support local bookstores as much as I can. But I get where you're get, I get what I think what you're getting at, or at least if I'm if I'm thinking of it correctly, is like it all everything starts with an idea or it starts with a vision or starts with just a vision that you put out there. Yeah. But I definitely think intention is part of it, but also taking action too. Like you have to act on what you want to create. That's where I think yeah. like that. That's where I think that uh, what's it called? The secret that documentary of just like just put it put, put a hundred dollar bill on the wall and it'll happen. So like no, you've got you've got to actually work too. But uh, it's it's action and just like going back to the present moment and going tying it all together. It's just like in each present moment, what action can you take based on how you're feeling in the moment? And I think you can choose one of two directions. You can choose to either live in fear or move forward in possibility and. Uh, yeah, it changes day by day, but music is what grounds me through all of this. Yeah. You know, because I, I don't know, I, I definitely, I'm in the moment and everything that I'm doing, maybe you know, other people out there, just I'm in the moment of what I'm doing, I, and I imagine what I want. Like, I feel like everyone overthinks things, but for me, I, I like to overthink the things that I want, Um, you know, out of life. And I don't know, I'm a, so I'm, I'm very giving and caring person as well so i mean what i want for myself but also what i want for our community and i just kind of marinate in that i you mm. know an artist and i feel like when i'm in that I, that thing where i'm like rumple stilt skin or whatever you know making some gold or whatever it is maybe not gold i don't know but <laughs> whatever it is um like i'm in that moment and that that feeling of what i'm feeling and what i want for our community and for our world it's it's deep and it's like it's in here you know and it's like well i'm a positive person but what i've seen so far and it seems like more than a coincidence but it seems like the things that i've imagined and that i wrote about ha ended up happening like before it happened that's amazing and that i mean that's visualization like that's visualization like if you sit in that intention and if you feel it like in your body because what you were describing is actually feeling it and it's bigger than just yourself you're not just visualizing or picturing something just for yourself you're picturing it for community and when we have that intention it comes into creation because it's it really is where our energy is that is what grows where what we think about that is what shows up in our lives and in our bodies and we'll react and act based on that so it's it's no surprise to me that it's coming to life for you and that's that's awesome i feel like i'm in the same place the more i sit with that the more i put that intention and visualize what i want to create the more it just unfolds for me which is kind of incredible like for example it's really cool that i just started practicing piano i just declared i want to put my music out there and then the day after dude you <laughs> messaged me and asked me to be on your radio show and i'm just like okay <laughs> yeah there's something special about the the open mic scene in san francisco and maybe all over you know is that i feel like when you're going to an open mic you're maybe a little bit more outside of the box thinker you know maybe you're you know you're yeah. So I, I, so going back on what you were saying, so I don't even think it's just me. I just I had an an artist here. Was it November first of two thousand nineteen? Just like you and I are, because it was pre-pandemic. It was like, and so we're talking, 
and he's talking about some global financial reset and some artificial intelligence thing and i'm just like i know this person and i know that they're legit because they're a friend of mine but i'm thinking god the people that are listening probably think he's on acid <laughs> well, not really not acid but whatever you know what i mean just as a joke but just like um that it's it ha- that's what this is that's what i feel like we're in this financial reset now and this artificial intelligence is such a huge thing and i feel like it's being more brought up to light and how it inspires or influences people to i mean you see it i feel like that's a big part of this coronavirus and whatever is happening now and i'm making it a positive thing it's like is that all we know is what we read and what you see on your phone or wherever you see it it's like do you even have control over what pops up on your screen? You know, it's just like, mm. so I remember thinking when he was telling me or they were telling me that um, this artificial intelligence thing that I was kind of like, whoa, is that that's pretty far out. But then it all circled back and I was like, wow, this person's a, I won't mention that because I know they're a modest person. But I thought it was genius. I mean, especially like in the moment, it seems kind of wild. It's like, oh, my gosh, like, what is this? You know, but then. You know, maybe you have an idea for a song or whatever, you know, on, and then it, like that, what you just played, was that on the hand drum, was that a song that you wrote or was that? It was, I learned, I learned how to do the pattern and I expanded on it. So I can't to- to- totally claim it for myself, but, um, but it doesn't mean I can't get into the flow, you know? Yeah. I, don't, I also seen that too. It's like, I f- someone said that, you know, if, it, if it's been solved, it could be resolved. I feel like even if I try to do something, like try to play something like somebody else did, that it would sound different. That's what's so awesome about humans and creation. Like if I, like for example, if we both had a canvas in front of us and we were told, okay, paint a mountain, mine's going to look completely different than yours. Like, and that's what's so cool about complimenting and like playing other people's pieces. It's just, it's also like we can, we add our own element to it. Like, I want to give credit. The piano piece I played at the beginning of the uh, of the session was by a gentleman named David Lawrence, whatever. And I love playing his music a lot. But you know, I play it slightly differently because it's me playing it. And so I guess the same goes for, like, when we do covers, right? We give our own little flair. We get our own little energy. But that's what's cool about creation. That's what sucks about copyrights, you know, and not being able to perform other people's at open mics because of copyright infringement and everything. It's just, it's. I mean, imitation is the best form of flattery, or so they say. I think it's interesting, you know, because you look back, you know, obviously I'm an 80s kid, so. But um, in the 50s, in the 60s, and, you know, with Frank Sinatra and Presley and Chuck Berry and Mm -hmm. Beatles, that I I think they covered a lot of stuff. I think a lot of that material was covered and well maybe it was more of a community it was more of a community where people shared music and it wasn't like oh my god i'm gonna sue you and it was like this community um and i don't know like with buddy holly and that whole thing i know that you know cash and and they would cover each other and i think that that's really special um to do that and i know that some of these open mics hotel utah in particular with brendan Gitzel that Shout out Hotel Utah. Yeah. I miss you. Yeah. So much. He um has hosted a night where it's cover your friends night. Oh, that's awesome. And that is so 
bond you know for me and like being inside and being in my myself or who i am you know what i mean like being a person and whatever this is like a body <laughs> meat sex and uh, you go and you're you go and play a cover of a friend's song there's something that's even more special about that i feel like for me than to actually play my song myself you know mm. um I think Jason Jason Youngson, um, he had played this song that I wrote. So Jason Youngson, he's he's the, the creator of my theme song, him and Guinevere Q. Um, so he had covered one of my songs, and I was like, you know, I was like, I think I like this song better when you play it. Maybe oh, it's just oh, that's a weird experience. No, I liked it. Must it. Be. I know I liked it though. That's I don't know. Cool. Maybe it's just fun to hear someone else play your music. I don't know if anyone out there wants to cover J.W. Blunt. Um, <laughs> hit me up. But, I, I mean, for me personally, like, as the artist, I feel like that's, you know, I, I feel like it, it would be, for example, I don't know, just to be more mainstream or whatever, but that it'd be more fun to be, like, the Pixies than it would to be, like, Kurt Cobain. You know, it'd be, like, more fun to inspire somebody to write a song, like, a big pop song than to to be the pop star, you know. Maybe mm. there's too much with it, but mm -hmm. um, the Pixies and um, yeah, I mean because that that song so it smells like Teen Spirit. I think because everyone knows that song is that I didn't realize it, but it is exactly like that little doo doo. Like that's the same exact note that is in um. Where goes my head or my my head? You know what is it? The Pixie song. I lost my mind. Yeah, where it's is my mind? Where is my mind? <laughs> yeah. So it was funny because when I had seen the interview with, I think it was Kurt and uh, Nirvana, when he was talking about it, I'm just like God, it doesn't sound anything like the Pixies. But if you if you play that Pixie song, it's like exactly <laughs> like the. It's like do do so instead of do 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 instead of that it's just like do do I don't know I don't know um yeah we got so many great artists and uh in our community and I feel like you know I would almost like to you know I feel like not even consciously it's like we're all these hummingbirds and we're going to this pollen and there's all this stuff like around us that's unconsciously inspiring us. And so that's what I, I feel like that I'm just humming this hummingbird and whatever I'm do what a hummingbird does. And um and yeah. And then it all makes sense later, you know. Do you feel that way? Do you feel like you're like unconsciously inspired by things? Like you know, you feel a certain way and you don't you feel that way and you don't know why. It's like a, it's it's like you were talking about earlier. Like there's something you feel and you figure out why you feel that way. And so you're able to control it. I think that it, I'm tying it back to what we were talking about being present. When I really let go and just accept and be present in all the moment, I feel a flow. Like that's why I've been in such a good mood lately. I feel like I've actually been getting in the flow of just like, okay, I can't change anything. I'm just going to express. I'm just going to be me. But uh so I think I know where that inspiration comes from, but 
Yeah, but it kind of comes like a wave, you know? Like some days I'm low and same days I'm up, but some days I'm inspired, and I've been inspired for the past week. It's been an awesome week. And things just open up from that. But, yeah, and, and inspiration can be any. That's what I love about uh, creativity and being creative. Inspiration comes from everywhere. I remember being inspired to write a song because a guy was walking ahead of me with his keys hanging from his belt, like like jingling, like on his side, and I was just like, "Oh my gosh!" Like there's 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 a rhythm that to his walking. There's there's something about him. It's just it's you can inspiration gosh. can come from anywhere. Feels like Austin Powers or something. <laughs> just like, yeah, I'm just groovy, baby. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I I actually have uh, I mean. Yeah, the I have a song that um, was inspired by uh, working with kids. If you want me to play it, yeah, no, totally. Yeah, um, here I'll get my get her guitar ready. This guitar. is Gabriella here live Community Radio FM. <laughs> Got a Bay Area native. So this song I wrote um, because I worked with kids, and uh, yeah, and I also thought about the world in my free time. So it's called it's called Monkey in the Middle. to be another monkey in the middle I would rather mind my own like the cat with his fiddle cause they've got us sitting there like Humpty on the wall pretty soon the pressure's gonna make us crack and fall and not even the wisest of wisest of men could talk us out of it or put us back together again. Ring around the rosy till we lose control and resume our role as monkeys in the middle. Oh, monkeys in the middle. When they ask Baba Black Sheep, have you any wool? Don't let them take it off of your back and label you a fool. Cause we were meant to jump like the cow over the moon. Let's run off far away along with the dish and the spoon. But I fear not even the wisest of wisest of men could talk us out of it or put us back together again. So we'll ring around the rosy till we lose control and resume our role as monkeys in the middle. Oh, we're monkeys in the
monkeys in the middle. That was great. Thank you. We're all just monkeys in the middle. <laughs> in the middle somewhere. We're in something. Everyone we are in something. something. We are in something. Yeah. We are in something. We are in something. We are insane. We are in everything. <laughs> also, yeah, there's all these different other things that come into play. You know, all these different dynamics. Mm -hmm. But I feel like, at least for me, and I hope for other people out there, is like the person who you are, the person that I feel like I am, like that exposed like i feel like eventually which you know which is good which is good is what i'm saying is that i feel like and it's not just me but there's always somebody that's gonna form some sort of bias against you you know it always seems like there's always gonna be one person that oh my gosh like you know this person is a whack job or whatever you know what i mean or whatever it is you know it, it just i I'm getting to that place where I'm just learning not to care what others think. I used to care a lot. I used to want to be <laughs> liked and understood a lot. But I think like when people put that on others, it's really a reflection of how they are inside. Like if somebody doesn't have anything positive to say about anything about you or if they can't appreciate it, they either don't understand or it's a reflection of how they're feeling. It's not always about, it's not always about us. I don't know, I feel like we as humans point out the things in others that we unconsciously are working with on ourselves. Like for example, I'll, I'll just throw myself out there. For example, I just can't stand it when people are like on the freeway speeding and kind of, and, and swerving and not really swerving, but speeding and who are impatient with me on the freeway and I'm impatient and I'm speeding fast. So it's like what I witness in other people, that behavior triggers me because I know in a sense that's something I'm working on in myself. Like I'm working on not being such a road rager. But so, yeah, so I mean, there's probably a lot of people out there and maybe not even people, maybe there's, you know, squirrels out there too. <laughs> What's but, up, um, squirrels? Yeah, it's just like you're unconsciously biased against somebody that's speeding on the freeway and then you're able to consciously like realize that um why you're feeling that way and i've i've had it happen before oh gosh it's been a while but i find that anytime so the way that i try to look at an approach of my philosophy is like a lot of times someone's strength is also like their weakness you know but you know maybe because this person was driving so fast on the freeway like Maybe that's a good thing, you know. <laughs> I'm not really I'm just kidding, not really. But it just in general is like that's why I try not to say anything negative about anyone, uh, because I've I've seen a lot of times that if I am biased or unconsciously biased against this person, that like this person turns out to be legit. You know, like I've had that happen um, before. Um, a friend of mine, who I'm really good friends with now, but I remember when I first started hanging out, I was just like, man, this. That's pretty high energy, you know what I mean? Like thinking like, but that's what made him him, you know. That's mm -hmm. what makes you you. And um, I feel like a lot of times in, perf in or whatever it is, it's like it it makes your character, 
you know. So I, I like to embrace it, embrace people for who they are um, as much as I can. And it's tough when substances get involved. Like, mm. that's a bummer. But other than that, you know. I've actually been trying to hold that space for people during quarantine like i've been quarantining alone but i've been holding zoom meeting every day which i'm gonna give a shout out to my community for a sec happy hour tea talkers what's up i hold tea this talkers. thing called um happy hour tea talk where i nice. just invite people to come in and be and the whole concept behind that is just allow people to come in and be as they are allow them to be seen allow them to express however they want to and it's just been interesting because it's really been kind of like we have people calling from all like par different parts of the world now and it's really cool because no matter what we're accepting that even if like somebody comes on and they're really going through a trauma or if they need to let out some energy whether it's crying or whether it's anger it's just like I think what the gift about a g the gift about human connection and the gift about really understanding who we are as people and how we react to people is really a reflection of who we are in our own experience. Like when you're able to dissect it, it's really cool to just have space for different personalities, for different energies, to just kind of feel the dynamics change and witness what happens when this dynamic is this way and when it's this way and when we start communicating in certain ways. And that's been a really weird way of, like a weird thing for me. Like I feel like I'm more in touch with people online now than I was before, before this because I'm holding this space, but it's, uh, yeah, I think, and I think our quirkiness and our, the things that we don't like in ourselves too, like our quirkiness is really what makes us unique. Like the things that make, that we were picked on, for example, make us, um, like the things that, yeah, things that we were picked on are actually what makes us awesome, you know? Yeah. I think but, so. But I think it takes most of our lives to actually get to that point. Yeah, you know what it is growing up, too, and I feel like being a Bay Area native, um, you know, orientation was a thing, like orientation, you know, and, but I feel like they got it wrong, and I have to say this, I don't say that very often, is that I feel like it's identity, it's like, what do you identify with first, like, I mean, I felt like there was homophobia was something that existed a little bit um in the 90s not not as bad as it was probably before but what does somebody like identify with it's like you could be born of you know a certain gender but never identified with it so does that make you straight you know or does that make you i feel like i don't know at least for me because it's strange for me and i've never talked about this on the air but uh I've always liked girls, but I like never identified with being a, a guy or a man. I don't know why, which is strange. Maybe it's not. No, I like that because, well, that's the problem. Like, I honestly think that there's a flaw in identity in general. And I'm not just saying sexual orientation. I'm also saying just in labels because there's a certain definition in people's minds under the label gay or under the label like queer, like there's a certain idea in people's heads that already exist, but really it's so much more complicated than that. Like, and we're starting to see that right now. There's always been gender fluidity. There's always been people who have been non-binary. Non we're just finally able to actually bring those words into a uh, collective understanding. We're able to communicate about it more. But uh, what you're sharing, I, I just think, thank you for sharing that. Like, I think that's, 
that's that I think that's something to think about or talk about because I don't think it's either one or the other there's space for all of it and for even experimenting and being like well I feel this way at this time in my life I feel that way yeah I don't, yeah so I mean I don't know it just means so many different things and so that's what I was like explain is like I feel like when you say non-binary that's a broad term and it means I mean it just has all the gender identity breakdown so if you call if you say that somebody's trans you know or if you say somebody's you know bisexual or this I don't know I feel like that's too like it's like you just say you're non-binary and then it's like but I feel like there's probably a lot of more people out there's a ton of people out there that are non-binary and don't even realize it Mm -hmm. which is why I'm glad that term is coming out like we're, yeah. we're seeing more and more like we're just we're seeing more term we're, we're, we're seeing we're gaining the ability collectively to express and label it differently so that we can come to a better understanding of it and I feel like people are now able to get clarity on where they are because they're not pigeonholed into well I must be either gay or straight like now it's like no it's a, it's a spectrum there's the gray area and it's okay to be in that gray area and it's okay not to know like it's okay to evolve at a, whatever stage you're at and I think that's I think that's a beautiful thing and I just love that in the Bay Area we're we're like we're pretty I mean I mean especially for the trans community like I've just my my I'm just I sit with what's happening with a lot of trans young trans people like all over the country and all over the world like collectively as a world we're not we're not there but I'm just really glad that this area has been open and accepting to that to yeah, yeah to sexual identification and identity and just just open to yeah I'm really grateful to uh you know, yeah I for for me when I moved to the city you know, yeah, I mean, I, I feel like it's educating people, right? Because if you, you know, if you, it's like, if people are educated, then they won't, I mean, it's less likely to form a bias against someone. I feel like if you're not educated, if you don't know what trans is and you see somebody that maybe you would unconsciously form a bias, but it's because they haven't been educated on what it is. I feel like that's what it is. Like, if you don't know what it is, and like, what is it, you know? Well, and the frustration is most people who don't understand it, like, won't, and who've already made their judgment of it, like, will not even try to talk about it or not even try to learn about it. And I mean, I think that's what the dilemma of humanity, where we're at right now, like, we're immediately jumping to conclusions. We're immediately having those judgments just come out front first without even trying to have a conversation, without even trying to understand. And it's it's just created such a disconnect and divide. And there's so, there's so many layers. There's shades of gray in all of this, but. Yeah. It's really, I mean, I've, I've found it's really important to just keep myself open and know that I, even though I can speak about this, I can't speak to somebody's experience at all. Like I can't, but I can try to ask questions and gain an understanding, and I can try to ask my friends and talk about it. But that's the thing. We need to first be open to talk about it. Yeah, I think it's 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 great. It's good to end these Zoom meetings that you're having with this tea. Was it? It's happy hour tea talk. Happy, happy, happy hour, hour tea talk. How do you add in all that? 
Or do you? Are oh, you there's actually there's there's a group. It's a group. Um, it's a group on Facebook. If you guys look it up, it's called Happy Hour Tea Talk. We meet every weekday at from 3 p.m. to 4:15 PST, and it's just an opportunity for people to come and talk and have conversations. Sometimes we play games. Sometimes we have. Uh, I mean, we mostly just are like like jw just like you were saying to me earlier how this radio station and your shows are your grounding place like that's my grounding place and that's where i that's where we just are able to be and communicate with other people because otherwise we'll go crazy if we learn we lose that ability to socialize but it's not just socializing too it's like no how are you really doing like it's a space to allow people to be okay when they're not okay and to be okay with not being okay like there's nothing that's solved there it's just you're held and you're supported and you're witnessed and you're seen and that's what matters yeah i I feel like yeah this is pretty educational (laughs) (laughs) i know so i've like you were saying like our community is so great here but i mean if you step outside of san francisco it's it's so different it's a different world and it's it's so scary because I was asking myself earlier this week, like, where where's the humanity in everything? And it's a blessing and a curse of this time. Like, it's a blessing that we get to see people as they truly are. But it's a curse that we get to see people as they truly are. Yeah. And so, like, I think it would be fun. So, I mean, I have this as an outlet. Mm-hmm. And it's cool, you know. Yeah, it's it's fun. So I think it'd be fun to to do something about it, you know, because I feel like and that's why I feel like unconscious bias. The reason why I say that, I feel like it's a nice way to call someone a racist, you know, (laughs) it's like, but it's actually racist to be racist against a racist. So when you eliminate racism, then I mean, that's the only way to eliminate is like it's an unconscious bias. It's like you realize that you're a racist without saying that, you know, <laughs> like, so I, I think it'd be fun. Cause I, I definitely, I see it happening still. I mean, like people just automatically just assume if you're dressed a certain way that, and that's what's kind of funny about it. Cause you know, I know you see me in the open mics and a lot of times I'd be coming from work and I'd be in a suit and a tie or something. And you're like, Oh, this guy is a salesman. <laughs> Yeah, now I'm kind of thinking, oh, that's why you're in a suit and a tie, but <laughs> yeah. So you don't you you that means that you don't have that, which is good. That means that like you don't judge somebody by the way that they're they're dressed necessarily. So, but I've seen it a lot where a lot of people are just like, oh, this guy's some salesman. I'm just like, man. But what's you know? So my whole thing on that, and I'm not talking about me, but just for in general, anyone that's feel like they you know, or have a certain bias against them that. My kind of thing against it was like, you know, calling me a salesperson is like saying that Michael Jordan is a janitor. <laughs> I'm sure that Michael Jordan cleaned up after himself in the locker room. But that doesn't make him a janitor. <laughs> and that kind of thing. And just making a creative, a fun way to, and I'm saying fun in the same sense where I'm saying a fun way to attack it, to attack in a fun way, like a a playful like radio station way like you know what i mean like a a way that i could you could go and not just for me but for other people too to be like hey you know <laughs> do you realize like i don't know i would i it's an idea i think that the ghosting thing is actually probably and to kind of 
some of that. So the ghosting thing is like so people get ghosted and you don't know what happened. And this person doesn't respond to your message or they don't call you back or whatever it is. And they just go ghost and they just literally just disappear. And so, you know, not as much as like a catfish, but like something that it'd be fun to like figure out, okay, why this person ghosted me and why. And so I could be the middle person, right? I could be the monkey in the middle that could figure it out. And yeah, anyways, I'm kind of thinking out loud. <laughs> but I, I don't know. I feel like this all relates back to, you know, what you're talking about, like, in music and living in the present moment, you know, um, that whatever's right in front of me right now, like, I attack that. Um, but I'm so glad that we were able to connect. Um, and when we had first met, I, I don't know, that was a special thing. So anyone, like, you know, that has a guitar, it's a little dusty, it's sitting in the corner. Bring it out to uh, Scott and uh, <laughs> the Visadero uh, for, was it, uh, Clyde always has got the uh, open mic um, on Fridays now. He's doing it again outside. And so that's that's fun. I mean, if anyone out there that you're just like, you're on the edge of just like wanting to play, go out and play, like go to open mic or come to Muni if you want to, you know, if you want to try out your comedy jokes and you think everyone, your dog thinks you're funny. So, you know, come and come to the open mic <laughs> comedy as well. At six, we do that. Um, life is an art form. It I is, feel like you are really are too. Um, yeah, I don't know. Did you want to play one more song or? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Why not? Um, what kind of energy are you feeling? What are you guys feeling like out there at Muni? Hmm. Feeling some high energy? Feel some low energy, feel some in between. You know what? I'm going to do a song that's kind of themed on what we were talking about. Like, just, uh, I wrote this at the beginning of um, Trump's presidency, <gasps> but it's not, no, it's not what you think it is. It's actually, I had a more enlightened feeling about it. Um, my opinions have changed, but the spirit <laughs> of the song is still there. So, uh, yeah, I don't even know what it's called, but here it is. Nice. This is Gabriella, Muni Radio FM. To escape this insanity, oh, 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 heavy the weight of this reality, oh, 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 to decide now whether to sink or swim, oh, 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 time to take off the mask and look within. We need to call ourselves out on all the bullshit. Call ourselves out on all the lies. It's time to look close into the mirror. Shed the layers of disguise. Call ourselves out on all excuses. These realizations are much too real. But we've got to come to the truth we don't want to see to find out what is real. Oh, 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 what is real? Oh, 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 what is real? Oh, 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 what is real? It's time to feel. 
going in and out of history's veins. Oh, 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 ah, ah, oh, oh, navigating and sailing through seas of pain. Oh, 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 ah, ah, oh, oh, this is the path to love and clarity. Oh, 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 ah, ah, oh, oh, nobody said this journey would be easy. We need to call ourselves out on all the bullshit. Pry wide open, sleeping eyes. It's time to extend our hand to the enemies. We've grown to loathe and despise. Call ourselves out on all excuses. Consciously mindful of when we feel. Cause we've gotta come to the truth we don't want to see. To find out what is real. What is real? What is real? Oh, 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 oh. What is real? Oh, 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 oh. What is real? It's time to good song. Man, this is fun. Yeah. <laughs> so we are, uh, we're closing down to the end of the show here. I know we're going to have you on Tiki Desk this week. I'm excited for that. Thank you so much for inviting me on here and just, yeah, just for holding the space for expression and music. So yeah, it's That's been Pam. fun. She's, she's the one. She's, she's, the boss. Oh, I, I need to thank the boss. <laughs> Hi, Pam. Thank you. Hey. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Well, so, thanks. Thank you so much. Yeah. We'll see you at Tiki Desk this weekend. Oh, uh, yes. I'll be back on Sunday, too. And, um, okay. What is the tea party thing again? Oh, it's called Happy Hour Tea Talk. Happy Hour Happy Tea Hour Talk. Happy Hour Tea Talk weekdays from 3 p.m. to 4.15 on Zoom. Look for the Facebook page. We just invite people to come in and talk and express and be. That's fun. All right. We'll see you uh, at Tiki Daz and then see you guys next week.
Hey, take a break from the social isolation and come out to All Jokes, the daytime outdoor comedy show at All Good Pizza in Bayview on Saturday, August 22nd at 3 p.m. Where Drea Myers hosts a super funny lineup of comedians. Grab some brick oven pizza and enjoy the show in an outdoor courtyard with plenty of room to be physically distanced. See you soon at All Good Pizza for this tremendous outdoor comedy show at 1605 Gerald Avenue in the Bayview. That's all jokes at Good Pizza with Drea Myers, Saturday, August 22nd at 3 p.m. Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of Mutiny Radio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. Mutiny Radio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> My name is Breakfast, and I'm running for Chancellor of the United States of America. For too long, we have gone without a Chancellor who is willing to take bold leaps of faith and logic to create new possibilities for our great, big, fat nation. As your Chancellor, I will balance the budget on the head of a pin, give entertaining speeches, have scandalous affairs, Write strongly worded letters to unpopular foreign leaders. Look good on camera. End all hunger, crime, abuse, war, disease, disasters, sadness, depression, oppression, repression, suppression, transgression, obsession, expression, impression, regression, and digression by signing pieces of paper that express my disapproval of such things. Invest in an American flag pin to be worn prominently on my stylish jackets. It's time to work together to take the country back from us and return it to ourselves. It's time to turn this country around and drive it into opposing traffic. It's time to take a chance on the Chancellor. Italian and we brought you fascismus with Mussolini and before that the Romans so if you think you live in a fascist country well you do antitrump.com is the antivirus to the Trump virus it started in 2016 with two sketches and a dream for a better America no one thought it would be this bad he was a 70-year-old yammering nimrod. How bad could it possibly be? We are now in a global pandemic without adequate leadership. Individual politics are not important. We need to rally behind curing the Trump virus. 
go to antitrump.com. Billy Bob, you ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be, like, in front of an audience? Like, other than, like, squirrels, dogs, and dead persons? Well, shoot. From time to time, I've been giving it a thought of two. You know, if you go to joke workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes? And they'll even say nice things, dude, before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dang nabbit thing called? It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8? That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! Hey, you, poetry reader. This is Bjork's sister, Mjork. It's okay. We also have a soul and a weekly poetry reading on Mutiny Radio's AltaCast, zoomed every Wednesday at high noon from Glasgow, Scotland. One of our co-hosts from Choose Poetry, Choose Life, Andy Talbot, has a new poetry chapbook, Old Wounds, New Skin, which is available at analogsubmission.com now. Go buy it and don't let poets lie to you. Once again, that's Andy Talbot's new poetry chapbook, Old Wounds, New Skin, available at analogsubmission.com. Welcome to Strictly Bad Vibes, your personal complaint department. Uh, what, what the hell are we talking about? Um, whiny people and their stupid complaints that we requested they send us. Why do we do this? Why, why are we doing this? <laughs> None of which matters in this equation because it is his choice to carry such horse shit on the fucking train. And he was yelling. He was like, move it, bitch, move it, bitch. And, uh, and uh, I wasn't. I wasn't. I'm just not. I'm not moving it, you know. I've arrived. Why should I move? I don't like what work has been giving us at our free lunches. 115-340-1976, and it does not spell anything. 115-340-1976. Go for it. Call in, guys. Are the end times upon us? Not yet, my friends. Please, this is an impassioned plea from Pam Benjamin director of Mutiny Radio. Let us live past October. You think it's a joke? COVID is decimating all of us, and especially us here at Mutiny Radio, we have money left until October 1st. Don't let anyone sing, despite of their size. 
please, please go donate to our GoFundMe. Go to mutinyradio.fm and click that GoFundMe button. Or just go to Venmo. Mutiny Radio, all one word. Just Mutiny Radio. Give us five bucks. Help us keep free speech and radical self-expression real and alive here in San Francisco and all over the world. Please donate to our Mutiny Radio. Go fund me and keep us alive in 2020 and beyond. Don't let our world end. LSD, fap, acid, fapping, fapping, acid, acid, fapping, fapping, acid, fap, 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 acid. Thank you. That song is called Acid and Fapping. The Ministry of Lava manages our national lava resources to ensure that we will always have a steady supply of lava to operate the nation's active volcanoes, which in turn power our cities and methamphetamine labs. As a matter of national security, we need to reduce our dependence on foreign lava, which means an expansion of domestic lava drilling. As your chancellor, I will build lava wells all over the country as well as secure access to more lava fields by invading Hawaii. Imagine orange gold spurting out from school playgrounds on the Great Plains and illuminating the Nebraska sky like fireworks on the 4th of July. Magma oozing over the rolling hills of Kentucky. Volcanic ash settling gently over homes in New England like fresh gray snow. If you want global lava markets to continue to be dominated by terriblest regimes like Iceland, Chile, and the Philippines, vote for my opponent, who sits in their back pocket as comfortably as Pahoehoe on the slopes of Kilauea. If you want the United States to stay competitive in the era of peak lava and beyond, then take a chance on the Chancellor. o'clock everybody hey you're listening to mutinyradio.fm this is not happy hour there's no happiness everybody has covid19 no one is out the comedy scene is dead uh but tonight actually at seven o'clock you can go to the mutiny radio youtube you can subscribe and watch comedy from the bunker we're gonna have a bunch of different comedians from wherever they are zooming in 
doing sets, be live on our Mutiny Radio YouTube that you can subscribe to. Thanks, John Garside, for hooking all of this up with your smarty pants. Super smarty pants. And I'm going to do this crazy thing with the Zoom. We're going to be able to hear it. We're going to see what happens. I don't know how technology works. But I am down here at Mutiny Radio. I'm going to play some music for you guys. You're welcome to give me a call, 415-550-0511. Hey, tell me what you're doing. How are you coping without stage time? <laughs> are you are you freaking out yet? Uh, we're going to have some fun comedy tonight. I actually have to look at my jokes and see what I'm going to do. We'll keep enjoying music. This is, I'm like newly obsessed with a band called The Death Grips because, surprise, Westworld. Westworld 3 is out and there's this amazing song on the soundtrack and I'm like, this is an incredible song. Oh, it's this, this new music. Turns out they're from like 2012 and before. So, ha ha ha. Joke's on me. Old stuff is still cool. So, uh, listen to a little Death Grips and then I'm going to be playing some more stuff from the Westworld soundtrack because it's so good. Don't you love Westworld? Isn't it the smartest show on TV? Yeah, yeah, give me a call, 415-550-0511, mutinyradio.fm. Go on, 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 go on,
No dress with wixes and assist when I chant. Fuck, wait, no respect. No dress with wixes and assist when I chant. Fuck, wait, no respect. No dress with wixes and assist when I chant. Fuck, fuck, wait, no, no respect. No dress with wixes and assist when I chant. Oh, bitch, try to creep like ice. Oh, now I beat on black. Can I go now? Ignite my horns and glow. Then a bet rubber bullet to your buttonhole. You're making me uncomfortable. Slumber, tell my cavalry. Sam man points you down to me. Has made make the rest of ass of me. No respect, no test, with wixes and assist when I chant. Fuck, fuck, wait, no, no respect, no test, with wixes and assist when I chant. Fuck, I just wanna be, I gotta grow it. High new smoke ring, so I wrote it. Brought your forecast and a shovel. Bubbles bury in this jungle. Bubbles bury in this jungle. Bubbles bury in this jungle. Public jungle, frozen bunnies. All my sculptures look so fluffy. No will they go, that's your boss. Security turned regular, never flawed. Fuck everything over off the court. Left pedic with my index foot board. No, I can't talk, I'm smearing you. Don't have shit locked, I hear the proof. Betty from the never amuses me. Fuck if I ever let a bitch get used to me. No, dress with wixes and assist when I dance. No, 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 respect. No, dress with wixes and assist when I dance. No, respect. No, dress with wixes and assist when I dance. No, no, respect. No, dress with wixes and assist when I dance. Oh, yeah. Hey, everybody, coming up at 6 o'clock, we're going to have an open mic. At 7 o'clock, we have the outdoor clean comedy show here at Mutiny Radio. Uh, I don't know what's going on with the open mic in that <laughs> I'm the only comic here right now. Uh, we are still live inside the JW Megaweg show. Gabrielle here today. What a joy. What a wonderment. What a talented and lovely individual. And here we are at Mutiny Radio, all of our talented, lovely individuals for our 7 o'clock outdoor show. Super excited. We have Alyssa Westerland on the show. Yes, we do. Love her. Love, love, love. Pete Ballmer. Haven't seen him in a while. I'm excited to hear that big Thomas the Tank Engine tell us some jokes tonight at 7. It's a free show outside of Mutiny Radio. Everybody is socially distanced. And we ask for donations because, you know, we need to try to stay alive in these crazy COVID times. So... Thank you again for supporting Mutiny Radio. If you want to support us even further, you can always go to our GoFundMe. That is, uh, just look up Mutiny Radio on GoFundMe and you'll find us. So uh, you can give me some money. That would be nice. Or you can always just Venmo at Mutiny Radio, all one word, lowercase, boom. Good times. Uh, coming up at 6 o'clock here in, looks like, one minute, we're going to have the happy hour, the happiest of actual hours of stand-up open mic comedy uh we have mauricio here in the house we also have jen garcia the other comedians will be filtering in one at a time none of them can show up on time that's just the way it works even though the podcast